Well, I've been haunted by standard red devils and white goats. It's not only when these eyes are closed. Sorry. We're recording? <clears throat> yeah, we're going. You got Marshall in the that chat. That was a good, uh... Who is that guy again? Listener. Listener. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is, there's about two listeners. No pun intended that will understand <laughs> that reference. Well, our fans I think it even her. All three of them. Probably Listener Dan, and Dan, listener. Dan and Kipes are the only two that are going to get that. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Subscribers we have. You never know. Welcome back to another episode of Failure at its Finest Hour. Episode 42, fellas. Really? <clears throat> Dude, it's funny. What if you that? look at our logo, the bones look like two like two asses bumping up against each other like cartoon butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm doing something little, or like a set of nuts. Doing something different tonight. Got the background as like the green screen Faith logo. Bone bones got the bones. Dude, Bone. it ain't doing too well. <laughs> no, Which it's pretty. You should have worn a green shirt. <laughs> just oh, a he- just my head. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea. I don't think I have. Yeah, That'd get, like, be a great mask. fucking idea. But the first shout out to the YouTube. Um, <clears throat> and speaking of our logo, of course we cannot okay. show it, um, but we do have something in the works. Hopefully you guys have not been attached to this logo because it will be changing. I don't know how soon. Um, I don't know if it's like a couple months. It's going to take some time, but it's fucking sick. A couple tweaks we need to make. Um, we do have an artist, of course, we'll shout out once we do release it. But it's fucking awesome. I'm excited. Hopefully the boys are excited. <laughs> we look so fucking stupid with these guys. Definitely going to add a couple, like, piles of dog shit and a couple wieners in the logo, you know? Yeah. So how's uh how's everything going, fellas? How was your guys' this weekend? I have Wonderful. S- successfully avoided food poisoning. I was at a wedding. And Schmova. <laughs> what, what, what was that, Dylan? So where was the wedding? Wedding was in Detroit. Detroit. So I, uh, yeah, the wedding itself was fun. Um, was it in Gross Point or what? No, it was in um, technically like Novi. Mm, played um, hockey Michigan. there. Actually, yeah, the wedding was like in Novi, and then um, the reception was near Wayne State University. So, um, but yeah, the, it was all it was all great, all fine, all dandy, except for last night. And I, I think one or more of the parties are listeners. But I gotta Ooh. say, so we split a hotel room, uh, a couple of queen beds, and uh, stayed with um, one of Mamley's <clears throat> friends and uh, her boyfriend. And that dude sucked the absolute paint off the wall. Oh, oh no! He was sucking oh, the light no. fixtures. I mean, oh, he damn near man. caved the window in. in oh no! <laughs> I got probably an right. hour of sleep last night. Uh, no harm, no foul. It happens. If if I would have been loaded up, I had to drive. So like I had fucking your blanket earlier. was in his nose by the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> it was brutal. And um, and so. I hope he listens to this. No harm, no foul. But um, yeah, I just got like an hour of sleep. Um, I'd also like drank earlier in the day and then like kind of came down from all that. And it was just mm. kind of like wide awake. And so stone cold sober. Like off the walls. Yeah. It was just like I was just potentially going to just drive home at like three in the morning because I was like, well, I'm Shout sober, but I can't fall asleep. People are watching my screen on YouTube. 
Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got the, the Kirkley Zoo over here. Yeah, cat on each shoulder. <laughs> fucking horse on the couch. Big horse on the couch, yeah. <laughs> There's just a cow like with his head <laughs> in his window eating hay. The howler monkeys crawling all over the ceiling. <laughs> the Kirkley Zoo, that was fucking hilarious. I didn't even I didn't even see the other cat on <laughs> above your right shoulder. Oh, <laughs> Bill's so, yeah, got a boa constrictor around his neck. <laughs> That's one pet oh, that dude, I want to get is snake. a snake. You want a snake? <laughs> fucking weird. That'd be so yeah. sick. How, yeah. Why? <clears throat> why not? I, I met this guy at uh, at work. He had um, a, a handful of pythons, a spider. Um, it was a really was good, his name really Spider? Good, no, he. <laughs> I forget his name, but he, he moved out like a year ago, and he he had all. This, he was a great fisherman too. And he's like, yeah, dude, come on in. He's like, check out this new snake I got. And he's like, this one was like 800 bucks or something. I got it from a show, and it's like Holy this shit, albino, man. this, that, or the other. And I'm like, oh. He's like, you want to hold him? I'm like, oh, yeah, why not? You know. And so I just, very cool, very cool hobby. They do kind of, you know, they can get kind of smelly if you're not clean. But he, yeah. had, he had multiple snakes, spiders. That is um, a good way to get a fucking a, a warrant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude. Yeah, people he, he wasn't, that have snakes are just, you can't trust just, those people. Yeah. There should be a correlation between, like, felonies and being a snake owner. <laughs> uh, you know, I bet good you way to get a search out there. I'm sure there's a statistic. I don't know. That has a snake, and he's pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, I guess I just put a bad picture to it. Like, I see guys, the only times I've seen dudes with snakes around their neck, they're usually, like, Shirtless on a sidewalk, ripping the fucking heat. Dude, rem- remember? Do you, Monster energy drink. Do you guys remember? Back pocket. Do you guys remember when there was the p- pictures floating around, like outside Shamrock, rip pouring out? There was a dude just like walking downtown Antos with a big fucking snake around his neck. Yeah, dude. He was, was shirtless, cargo was... shorts. Like Chris yeah. literally described him. I was sitting there with fucking like across the street from him one night <laughs> in the summer, just walk- looking at Osiris shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Just wearing flotation device <laughs> shoes. You know, I wonder. I wonder if all of these like random references where we like, we like profile a snake owner, for example. <laughs> I wonder if everybody that listens is just like, oh my gosh, that's the funniest thing. That's so true. They all or they turn water. it off because or, or they're, they're a snake like, owner. Correct. Yeah, could be it. And they have camo uh, cargo well, shorts on. I just, I, I just wonder if we're kind of spot bye-bye, on, or if it's just our own like inside joke. I don't know. That is funny. The I don't know. Dude, can, like, just get another cat. Dude, don't get a snake. The dude that has a snake definitely drinks monsters, and he definitely wears camouflage cargo. Shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> camo camo shorts are okay if you're wearing a Pantera sh- uh, t-shirt. Hundred percent okay. God, dude, my closet used to be full of cargo shorts, man. Dylan, if you got a snake, you have to ride around on your motorcycle with a snake around your neck. That would be sick. <laughs> that would be peak. You would peak right there. You got have the, to get, die. After. Get the like, snake in the pocket during the <laughs> weather, keep him warm. Nothing cooler will ever yeah, happen to you. Little you little little <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, anything else happen at the wedding? Um, Did you guys cha-cha slide real hard? Nope, that was on the do not playlist. I think I sent you guys a Snapchat of the very uninterested DJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is hilarious. It was just um <laughs> all these like like just just out of college girls and this, that, and the other dancing to like Mr. Brightside from the killers and Charlie Brown. <laughs> and, and and this this guy's like 
just staring but off his face. Not, not Joe. Mary, long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did uh, you come just, from? Got not Joe. Just fucking sandstorm for an hour and a half. Yeah. So um, yeah, this song's a bang. And I will, I will say that uh, it was just kind of like, I, I feel for wedding DJs because I've done a fair amount of DJing in my life, and um, you know, Amelie's always tried to get me back into it. She's a wedding photographer, so she's like, "Oh, what if we did like a package deal? You get a photographer and a DJ." Yeah. Look, I was like, I was like, it's awesome for when you have like a young hip crowd, but then you have like the one country wedding, and they don't want to hear any rap, they don't want to hear any. Um, anything else other than country they just want like tim mcgraw and brooks and dunn slow jams <laughs> on all night and Wallen and you, and you bomb. A 32 song album just let that fucker run 30 36 i got about 12 songs into it i got a third of the way into it before i i couldn't handle it anymore it was so sprinkled with um which we could go into that fully i've got some hard opinions I'm, on that i didn't even listen to it but i'll, I'll fucking hit i'm like 20 i'm like 20 something in i didn't finish it yeah, I uh, <clears throat> there was a there was a lot of like decent. Yeah, that's what songs. I. That's I'll, what say, I said. I'll say this just as like a blanket statement for me. Um, he d- there's not a lot of stadium country hits. No, on that I will say that there's a lot of um like stadium drum beat songs that uh-huh. the 90s was famous for, and he did a lot of that on the pre- <clears throat> the previous albums, or it was just like these big heavy hitting songs that were. A little softer, a little more interlude type stuff, um, where it's just kind of like people would call them filler, but I'd call them interlude. It's like a lot of like kind of synth off in the background, or very washy, um, like lap steel playing, or very like ethereal guitar playing, where it's just just kind of like a lot of reverb, and then you know, yeah, ninety eight Braves, just like yeah, no, there's a lot of very formulaic. There's no like. Oh, my bad. What, what were you gonna say, Dylan? I was just gonna ask, like, why? Why are you saying like you need to listen to this entire album? Like, it kind of sounds like you're like, oh, I got, oh. I got to listen to the whole thing. Sorry, well, I made a point because I was driving to Detroit, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna rip this the whole way. I got 12 songs in, and I was like, all right, nothing's like really jumped out at me. So then I switched back to. Uh, I don't even remember what I was listening to, but yeah, no, I was telling. I forgot who I was telling, but. I think it might have been you guys, so, but um, it's not a not an album that you sit and listen through. It's like just like a background background noise album. Like there's no like, there's like a couple songs that are really fucking good that I really like, yeah. but there's none that are like incredible. There's a lot of like just good just songs, but not really like great. Yeah. But I just can't can't stand stand new country. It's not like I just don't feel like none of it's like I don't me. feel like it's not original anymore. There is it's a there is a there's a lot of songs on that Wallen falls into the bro country yeah, kind yep. of thing a little bit. So there is eight oh eights, meaning there's like the electronic mm-hmm. drums. Um and he's he's guilty of that. And I think that's just more of a commercial thing. because um, he doesn't write I mean, let's not let's not beat around the bush here. He doesn't write. His first album he wrote a good handful of stuff, but all this stuff, there's a producer named Hardy. Yeah. Who's also a country artist, and he writes a ton of that stuff, tons mm-hmm. and tons of it. And they just hand out songs. They write a song, and they're like some of Morgan Wallen's biggest hits were actually going to be like a Luke Bryan thing. Um, he was, they were Hardy was debating on, oh, should we have Luke Bryan do this or whatever? And he's getting paid regardless, so you don't, he shouldn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's very interesting mm. from a perspective of um, ghostwriters and um, songs yeah, like that were that. written for artists. Yeah. Um, 
Um, so, yeah, he, Hardy actually has a video I think on YouTube of him playing because now Hardy Hardy was like the Megan Trainer of the country music scene. Megan Trainer, I don't know if you guys knew, but she wrote a lot of songs for a lot of pop pop yep. hits. And then she was like, you know what? Fuck it. I can sing. I'm gonna do it. Same thing with Hardy. He wrote a lot of bangers. Then was like, fuck it. I can sing too. So I'm just gonna start using these for myself he actually has a youtube video of him at one of his shows playing the songs that he wrote and it's like 20 minutes of just songs you're like holy fuck he wrote that like just incredible like huge country hits there is um there is um the song that song by florida georgia line up down oh my god dude they're so bad with the 808s well they um well, while, look, I, while you looked that up, Aaron, I just wanted to say the shitty thing about that electronic drum beat shit, I watched a video of Wallen playing one of those songs that has the electric drums in the actual recording with him playing with, like, a full band, and it's so good, like, compared to the stupid mm-hmm. fucking electronic drums. Like, it's like, why it's even do shit. that? Yeah. Like, why just fucking have some guy hitting the rim on the drum snare instead of fucking doing that electric it shit? It probably just saves a shit ton of time. Yeah, studio recording is much different now. Like in the ways of recording back in the day, where you would do like a whole live performance and record one live raw yep. cut, yep. and then play each part over it. Sorry, that's not really a thing anymore, especially with drums. I mean, especially with these new like modulators and shit, mm-hmm. you can make any tone you want yeah. just off of a uh, you know a device and downloading it. Yeah, you got it's very cool. It's very <clears throat> conducive to. Um, to writing to to use programs like that but it tends to in terms of traditional country it 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 kind of poo-poos the whole thing but i'm yeah. sorry i misspoke <clears throat> the wallen song up down was actually written by hardy and cj from florida georgia line um i don't know if wallen had i think he might have a little bit of i don't even know if he has a writing credit on but the thoughts the thong the song that i was talking about was cruise by florida georgia line yeah, and, dude, and that wow. that was that is, that's re- kind of a banger. <laughs> yeah, that, you can't fucking you can't. That was written by one guy from um, Florida Georgia Line, and a guy I by the name of Let's Go Get This Thing Stuck. <laughs> a guy, a guy by the name of Chase Rice, who I've oh I didn't know um, that worked with at Twenty yeah, Chase Row, Rice, he's, and he's he good. plays that song, and on stage he gets up and he's like, "Hey, I wrote this song, huh?" In conjunction with them, so it's it's hard. I mean. <laughs> I, I love bands that write all their own shit. Let's go get I, this it's thing just stuck. like well, I told my like dad. A, my dad was just here. I said, you know what? It, you know what it is. These guys aren't doing fucking heroin and and crack in the studio. That's why they're not writing their own songs. That was uh, uh, Billy Billy Preston <laughs> when he was uh, on the Get Back sessions. Billy Preston, am I getting that mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. The key player. Dude, yeah, just, he's just. He was zooted. Yeah. I'm not kidding. The best music that you can think of. The best music you can think of. All those guys were fucking high on every anything they could touch. Like the best music ever made. I mean, to me, it's the 70s. Yeah. But all those guys were just fucking cranked out of their minds. Even that Leonard Skinner documentary they talk about, they would go out because the Hell House is where they rehearsed. It was on like a a river or a swamp. They would just. There was a cow field next. The, the first person to the hell house that morning or for whoever got up first would go out and collect mushrooms from the cow patties, <laughs> make a giant <laughs> pot of tea, and they drink tea, and they're like, anybody got any ideas? And and it, they would just go. Yeah. It, it, well, shit, man, that wall's fucking melting right over there. <laughs> yeah. 
I've been getting really into Leonard Skinner recently. Dude, me too. Just, I mean, I don't know. I guess I haven't. I've always been really into him, but after I watched that documentary, you just you look deeper into more songs yeah. and you find a lot more music. Like the soundtrack to that fucking doc is amazing. And they, it's just the fact that they had played that first album, pronounced Leonard Skinner. They had played that album for like two years, like touring around the local area just and then by the, by the time they got to the studio it was all like one take they're just like yep yeah. go ahead so just fucking crisp but enough about that dude hold on one more thing about leonard skinner didn't oh wait so they all died in the plane or they the lead singer died in the plane crash right lead singer the, the bass yeah. player i think only one no i don't was know it only one guy who died <clears throat> i can look it up i thought one guy survived Legend has it that like he he was the one who died in the plane crash only because he stood up like as they're crashing like Ooh. Yeah! no uh, way lead, lead singer Ronnie Van Zant guitar Steve Gaines and backup singer Cassie J- Gaines as well as um, some of their crew I think there was like six or something that died oh wow okay but, so I might have it twisted with somebody else or but Roddy Van Zant is is the lead singer, and his brother has actually taken over. So any Skinnerd show that you see now is uh, Ronnie's brother. Um, they got to be old as shit. Oh yeah, dude. Um, but um, you know what? Since this is a perfect, so speaking of music, this is perfect. I, I I don't know how I didn't catch this earlier. So anyways, my my parents came up to Marquette this this uh, this weekend. Uh, yesterday we went to the hockey game. Um, go Cats, go! Mm-hmm. Uh, if you listen to the <laughs> last episode, that was in my vocabulary a lot last weekend with Aaron at Grand Rapids. But uh, they beat Bemidji State. They swept them in the quarterfinals of the CCHA tournament. Oh, now they play Tech actually in a one-game semifinal match up in Houghton um, this weekend, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. But anyways, you going? I don't know. I'm thinking about it, but I would. So speaking of bands, my dad was telling me, and Molly was kind of pitching in too. <clears throat> Marquette used to hold like pretty famous fucking bands back in the day. Um, So I'm going to read you guys a list and the year that this artist played in Marquette. Okay. And I have like proof of 70% of these bands that actually play, you know, because you might be like, oh, that website is, you know, it's, it's bullshit. But anyways, in 2003, Counting Crows, um, 2001 at, at, at NMU. Does it say the venue? Barry Events Center, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know where, too, I guess. Okay. So 2003, Counting Crows at the Barry Events. That's the hockey and basketball stadium. Um, in 2001, Everclear, Nickelback, Volcanic at the Hedgecock oh Fieldhouse. <laughs> in 2000, Def Leppard and Joan Jett at Lakeview oh. Arena. That's Marquette High School's uh, hockey stadium. Wait, what? The Goo Goo, really? the Goo Goo Dolls in 1998 at the Hedgecock Fieldhouse. That's F- prime, Goo Goo 1993, Dolls. Oh, oh, fog hat, fog hat. Nineteen ninety, kiss. Oh, nineteen eighty-seven, poison. Oh my god. Nineteen eighty-six, the fucking Beach Boys. Yeah, that's like nineteen eighty-five, rat. Uh, kiss again in eighty-five. Oh, rat. Uh, rules. Def Leppard again in eighty-three. Nineteen seventy-eight, Ario Speedwagon and Thin Lizzy. Damn. Isn't that crazy? I was blown away when my dad was telling me. I was like, bullshit. I looked it up, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, why were they fucking coming up here? Like, Ario Speedwagon in 78? Like, I could see in, like, you know, 2005 or, like, 
you know, yeah. they're getting old. Like and they're like, you know, yeah, yeah like those are all casino circuit bands now. And, 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 Could you imagine all, that just oh. like in your little school <laughs> like that? And two, like, you know. 1978, Sticks and Star Castle. Um, Rush. Rush, Rush in 77. Uh, Rush where? in 77 at Lakeview. That's Marquette's. It holds like 3,000, I think. But um, Foghat again in 77. All right. Foghat again in 75. <laughs> Foghat was a big. Foghat will never die, dude. So, yeah, the Beach Boys, Google Dolls, Foghat, Kiss, Def Leppard, Joan Jett, Nickelback, Counting Fog Crows, Hat. Everclear, Foghat, 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 <laughs> Thin Lizzy, Ario Speedwagon. But, but, I mean, and I'm talking Ario Speedwagon in, like, 78, you know? Like, I was yeah. blown away by those bands playing in Marquette. Because now, you know... We get little Yachty every six years, and then Dude, at, yeah. at NMU, <laughs> Chitty Bang, yeah, Chitty Bang. <laughs> dude, no, dude. Imagine think, what year was Nickelback and Everclear? Tone two thousand. Dude, that was like the era. Yes, of like buzz cut ballads. Prime too. Like, what Kid Rock USA flags. Remember the CDs, uh, the mixtapes that they would have the infomercials on, like mm-hmm. buzz cuts. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my gosh. <sighs> It's like three in the morning and buzz cuts commercials are on. Oh my god! So yeah, I was blown away at that. That's like prime times, these bands. A lot coming of those, in, a lot playing. of those bands were playing like in their prime times. Yeah. So Nickelback was just about to release um, Silver Side Up, Up, which is in two thousand one, and and so, so I don't were, know if they, 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 they were, were probably, probably touring, playing some of those songs. Probably, probably that was probably like the tour that that. I don't know. Oh man, dude, that'd be fucking insane! Like you hear some of those. I conceived like, the first time. <laughs> but the, the night I met your mother was at a Nickelback concert, <laughs> and I heard how you reminded me, and they debuted it. <laughs> but yeah, crazy. So that was, uh, I guess, to top off our little music discussion. Marquette held some uh, pretty cool. Uh, well, they got to start doing it more, dude. I know, dude. There, there was. Um, weird. I, I mean, there, there was Jason like, Mraz uh, in two thousand five. Uh, that was another whatever. one. What fucking tr- did train come through as well? <laughs> Probably Jason Mraz oh my with train. I didn't really look through like oh three of a dead man in two thousand and nine oh, and hinder. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh. Now are right. some of these at that? What's that casino that's up there? The, Jib- the Ojibwe casino? No, there's one that they. I, it's it is an Escanaba. You always. See oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's that's the that's the yeah. That's the Island Resort. Island yeah. Resort. That's yeah. yeah, dude. Three days grace is coming through next. Yeah, month no, these are the these are all Marquette. It was pretty much just very events. And... Go to a three day. I know you guys probably make fun of me, but I would 100 go to a three days grace concert. If I was Skillet, with 2006, you guys, hammered, I would. <laughs> I'd go. Dirks Bentley, 2006. Skillet. Oh. Did you say Skillet. Yeah, Skillet in 2006. Oh. All right, that's yeah, it. My, that's my, it for that. My buddy Chris is tour tour manager for Skillet now <laughs> on their tour. They're still selling out. That's crazy. Three dates sold out last week. Yeah, three world. dates sold out in a row. <laughs> Dylan, you probably remember Chris Chris Walkowski. Yeah. <clears throat> From the Ferris days. Yeah, he's he's the guy. He's yeah, tour- That type of music is huge though. It's like like butt rock now, like with the rap and you like rap and do kind of like this weird beat and then there's like a breakdown and yeah, it's like all over the place. Metal, metal yeah. music, I'll, I'll say loosely, metal metal music or uh, hard rock music has kind of turned from what it used to be. Yeah, I mean, there's still some really good fucking like quality rock bands out there. You just gotta yeah. find them. Obviously, they're not as mainstream because like people don't want to listen to that type of shit anymore. I guess. Yeah, I ring chilling. I, I just that. like I just can't get over like I understand like 
Like, how could you tour and make millions of dollars and like not even be writing? Like, the shit that like you're singing isn't something you wrote. Yeah, that's like a weird you're, one. You're just being basically being paid to perform, which is like, <laughs> yeah. which is like still. I mean, like, I mean, I, I mean, at that point, like, I would probably do it for multi millions of dollars. But I'm just saying, like, oh yeah, how could it's, you take like any like pride in it? Like, I feel like you couldn't because it's like not your work. Like, the only thing that is your work is like how you perform and like how like well you perform it. You know what I mean? Definitely. I, I definitely feel that, and I love. I mean, I I don't often look them up, but when I hear like a good song that's on the on pop radio, I'm like, man, this is actually like a good mix of you know rock and and pop. I'll always look up the um, the writers on it and see. I was like, okay, is this the band doing this? Because yeah. <clears throat> a lot of bands claim, oh, we can we can write pop hits all day. We don't. We just choose not to. And it's like, okay, well, your pop hits are written by other people or that this that or the other. So. But yeah, you had a band from GR in Marquette this weekend, right? Yeah, so we went guys- to we went to. So I don't know. It was Callen Callen Red. That's the band name. It was um, Cal in Cal Red. in Red. Yep, and I was I don't know. It was one guy. So I'm, I think, but when while he was playing, I almost think that this guy is just with them. And just kind of okay. runs up there and plays a couple songs while they take a break. Because I swear, at one point when this one dude is up there, he said like, "Let's give it up for Callan Red." But the guy that was playing, he had um, he had like a a digital like drum. You know, like how you know when you like you loops mm, you loop you loop stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, like it's cool when they loop it in front of you. Right. He didn't do that. He pre looped everything like before the show. Yeah. Oh, really? So he was basically just, just like along, along to the playing tracks. chords over like a drum beat he made and like stuff like that. And it, it, you know that where we were sitting, it didn't sound very good just because of the monitors and stuff. Um, it wasn't anything special, but I don't think that was the the people that actually were playing that night. I think they were taking a break while this guy, who I don't know if like they're a friend of his, but it was totally. Yeah. Maybe I was offended. Because he had a sheet of paper with, like, Youper stuff on it. So he was like, so I went to Gustafson's on the way here, and (laughs) I swear to God. he's a podcast listener. And uh, (laughs) and, uh, he's like, I stopped at Gustafson's after the bridge because, again, they're from Grand Rapids, and I'm assuming they've never been up here the way he was talking. And and I'm I'm not kidding. After every song, he, he would be like, so... How how do you pronounce it? Is it sauna? I was like, all right, get this fucking guy out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone was like B- trying to pander. Everyone to a was crowd. Loaded, That's a tough crowd. So people to were like, I, people were great though. Like, they weren't like you know they were like it's sauna, and like they were Unplug like they were they were clapping for him and like cheering when he would like say the shit like the youper stuff. And yeah. he was talking about pasties and like it was. I was like, all right, this guy's trying the fucking trying way the too world hard. famous mystery spot. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That fucker's closed in the winter, I think. But should have um, told him about Graham's pasties. So anyway, where is that? Where is that joint? The round pasties side. Oh, there. that John. Um, that's like on East Ludington Street in Escanaba. It's in Escanaba, okay. In Meth so Canaba. Yeah, so you have to drive downtown to the Meth Capital of the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, and I that's actually what nominee. he said that after one of the songs he's like where can i get some meth and everyone's like yeah oh really go to ask it over nominee or ishpamink meth but um 
so yeah, the weekend. So I have a story, a fucking hilarious story that my dad allowed me to tell. So they came up oh, here boy. and we went to the smokehouse in Harvey, which by the way, don't let this story ruin the smokehouse because it could happen anywhere with, with my dad and I. Oh. So we went and ate in this place has amazing brisket, like amazing pork. They have pulled pork sandwiches, like the the burgers with like the pulled pork on it and like just really good fucking meat. Great meat. So we went yeah. and it ate there good. before the hockey game. And my dad got a half rack of ribs, but his side, he was like, Yeah, can I get a salad? And then, oh, I'll take the I'll take the beans. Mm. <laughs> so we eat Eugene our, and beans. We eat, <laughs> we eat our dinner and it was fucking delicious. And he's so funny because he was like a third of the way done and he was like, Oh, I'm so full. But he just kept fucking eating and he fit, finished the whole thing. So we go to the game and we all made the jokes, right? Like, oh my God, why'd you have to get beans? All this shit. So we're at the game and he's doing all right. Like didn't let anything go during the game. In between periods, we were like going to get more beer and like we were walking around and he was like crop dusting people like while we were walking oh. around the top. <laughs> and, and so, but nothing, nothing where we were like in, in, a, hot in an area. Well, actually I went, I, <coughs> and, and I took a shit as soon as we got to the arena. Cause I was like, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> we're like, so I went to the bathroom and, and I was like, no one else has to go to the bathroom. Like, no, no, no. So I was like, all right. So I went in there, had my dad hold my beer, went in, I t- was taking a shit and I'm like three minutes four minutes five minutes into this shit just kind of sitting there and i will say that it was glorious because i am kind of a shy shitter when it comes to like explosive shits and this it, it, it was because we had every, every delicious i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> so the great thing about shitting at the game was the fucking band was ripping like before the game you couldn't hear anything <laughs> dude i could do I could shoot an RPG off in the bathroom yeah, and no one could hear. Fly, so dude. I was just loving it, just letting it go. And so I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, like a pig in mud. So something goes in the next stall, and I'm like, oh god. I was like, shit. You know, they they probably can hear, but I was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. All of a sudden, I hear <laughs> my fucking dad like fake farting, and I was like, how did you know it was fucking me? Because you know, there's a bunch of stalls. So. So then every time my dad, because my dad and I always do this, like we'll go in like at the Porky's. We went into the bathrooms together, like at the Lake of the Clouds, and he started like making fake farting noises. So I was going along and I was like, oh, God, oh, God. And like people were in there. And then when we got out of the bathroom, like people were like looking at us like, what the fuck? So I started doing that in the bathroom. He was fake farting and I was going, oh, shit. Oh, God. (laughs) So we get out, wash our hands. That's that. So anyways, after the game. We, uh, we go to Ordok, see that band, see that dude, and then we f- found out there's another band playing at Black Rocks. So we go to Black Rocks, and while we're at Ordok, though, before we leave, my dad ripped ass bad. We were sitting in a booth on the upstairs of Ordok. If you've ever been there, it's a beautiful, beautiful brewery. And we're upstairs. The guy's playing. We're at a booth. There's people all around us, and all of a sudden, my mom just like, oh, my God, go, go, go. Because she was, like, in the inside of the booth. She couldn't leave right away. So she's like, Eugene, go, go. Because it smelled so fucking bad. So we got up and left. And my dad's just <laughs> laughing his fucking ass off. And there's people all behind us. So I'm like, oh, my God. They probably smell it. They're probably, like, pissed off. So we're sitting there. And all of a sudden, a new group of people come up. And since that booth is open, they went in the booth. So my dad and I are just laughing our asses off. Like, they probably got there and, like, wow, an open booth? Why is there an open booth? And they probably sat down and they're like, Oh my god, it smells like shit. <laughs> so anyways, we go to Black Rocks, and this is like the best the best part of the story. So we go to Black Rocks, 
and we're at the bar and there's no one else. Everyone there's a there's a, a really good band playing, so everyone was in the band area. We go to order a beer, we're in line, and I'm like looking at the beer menu and I'm like, um I'll have and all of a sudden I smell it and it's the worst smelling fucking <laughs> fart I've ever smelled in my life. And it's just us and the fucking cashier guy. And or the bartender. And I'm just I start laughing and I look at him and he's like holding it in and then as soon as I laughed at him he just bursted out laughing so I didn't even <laughs> order my beer and I like walk or, like walk away just like oh my god and the bartender guy like played it so fucking well he goes oh, he no. goes oh my god that's eye watering <laughs> <laughs> and so we're just fucking dying is that, laughing is that, is that onion we're just onion dying yes and so my dad all night we're just like did you guys go to the smokehouse. <laughs> So it was so it was so funny with that bartender. Oh my god, that's eye watering. It was so fucking funny. Like you know, usually and he just the, kept a straight face. Yes, and usually like, in that moment you just wouldn't say anything, and you just like kind of you know what do you, what can I get take you a guys? Laugh quick. Right, just like accept that you just have shit wafting around you and it stinks. But he went right for it and was just like that is eye watering, and it was the funniest fucking thing ever. My dad and I were laughing for like twenty minutes straight. Not a lot of shame in the Uper crew. And then well, of course Molly. I, I speak for the whole Uper. Molly said it was the top fucking. She yeah Super. she she kind of is just over it at this point. But <laughs> Molly was like, yeah, that was probably like the top five most embarrassed I've ever been. And my dad was like, oh, top five, that's not too bad. <laughs> He's like, glad to make the list. The stats, glad no, to make the list. The yeah, <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Oh my gosh. So that is God, my shit story. Just a habitual piece of shit. <laughs> your dad is. So I asked him. I told him after you know because we laughed about it like all night, and we did the same stepbrothers. Like, is that? Is that the smokehouse? Did you get the ribs and beans? <laughs> ribs and beans, dude. He knew exactly what he was doing. I know, himself I know. Into. And it's like there were so many better sides that you could have got to. And he picked fucking mac and cheese. Usually. He picked like, a cup of like potato salad. Oh, potato he picked salad. a cup of fucking beans. I have the egg salad sandwich. <laughs> oh, dude, my God. It was I don't know so... if Tony was here. I made, um, I don't know. If, I think you might have been here. I made egg salad sandwiches, but I made them with pickled eggs. Holy oh, fuck! Man. Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god! It was good, but I did. I made it through half a half a sandwich, and I was <laughs> running to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, dude! Oh, oh my god, that sounds horrible. Man, pick, pickled eggs. There's got to be a today. national pickling day that we're gonna have to do it. Man, I don't think it's talked about enough, and <laughs> I don't think people know enough about what pickled eggs really are and what they mean to youpers. Yeah, man. Especially because half the time they're at a bar unrefrigerated, just on oh, the bar. Dude. Yeah, that's not just a warm in a, in a plastic bath. jug. Ooh, I might have yeah. to go to the Tech Northern game next weekend in Houghton. Just go to the B and B, get a fifty center, get a fifty dude, center, they, fifty cent zinger with my fucking. Uh, or they the dog yeah. the dog does it too. I think it's a uh, it's a high life and a pickled egg for three dollars. Fucking can't beat that. Just <laughs> can't beat that. <laughs> fucking bar. Oh my god. Let me get That's, six of those. Dude, their bathrooms tore the fuck up. <laughs> dude. There's a bar in Grand Rapids <laughs> that's actually just full of shit like, all the time. There's, there's just a bar like beer and fucking rotten fucking hardball eggs. Hard Undigested pickled eggs <laughs> pickle all eggs. over the place. There's a bar in GR that you can go and you can just order just a straight up six pack of Miller High Life. I haven't That's been there cool. in years, but you just and they they don't put it in a bucket. It's in the cardboard. They oh, just wow. hand you a little cardboard like. I'm not making fun of the thing. beer. I'm making fun of how they're selling fucking pickled eggs with the beer. Yeah, and they <laughs> put it in like a coffee filter. 
I think it's pretty classy, honestly. <clears throat> I think it's pretty sick too. I don't know, just selling like pickled eggs, just singular pickled eggs. That's fucking sick. I think I have. Yeah. I think I have. I went to this Amish store and picked up jalapeno pickled eggs. All fun and games until the fucking bar back is an old bar whore and she's got the hands of a logger. She reaches in the fucking pickled egg jar, bare hands, big old fucking pickled egg for you. Just fucking. Plops it right on your fucking bar, right in front of you. <laughs> right on a bar napkin. No, not even on a napkin. Just yeah. on the bar top. On a coaster. Yeah. Beatrice. Oh That's 50 God. cents. <laughs> so that was my weekend. A lot of shit and a lot of hockey. A lot of beer. Are you like back on the hockey too. train after after being at the Griffins? Are you like you no, like- no? I I we Molly and I went to a. We usually try to go to one Northern game a year. Yeah. The last one oh, I shit, went to, are, I was told like that that um, eighteen, eighteen for the general public. Oh, um, yeah. but anywhere, any eighteen anywhere, like on Not the bad. on the glass, it's yeah, it's it's good. But last time we went, I was told that was their last game of the year, and I didn't, I knew that Northern like wasn't the greatest this year, so I didn't know how the ch ccha tournament worked. <clears throat> I forgot that they like automatically get in. So then I was, someone told me at work again, like, oh, they play. You know, Saturday night, game two of the, the quarterfinals, and I was like, what the fuck? So I, I went, all right, um, got tickets, and it's kind of shitty. Their ticketing site got hacked <laughs> online, so you couldn't buy tickets online for like the last couple weeks, which is pretty unfortunate timing, but... Just went to the ticket ticket office, got it, got some, and then the old fashioned way, the, the yep. fucking normal way. Yeah, yep. yep. There's all old dudes there buying tickets when I went. <laughs> they probably showed up super early. They, yeah, they as soon they as they opened, early, man. As soon as they fucking opened. But if you guys have anything to piggyback off that, we'll get into maybe some national holidays. Just one quick note. Yeah, <clears throat> you said the CCHA tournament. Yeah. Okay, because. Northern is part of the GLIAC, which is Davenport, Ferris, Grand Valley, Lake State, Lake Superior State, excuse me, M- Michigan Tech, Purdue University Northwest, Saginaw Valley, Wayne State, and the University of Wisconsin Parkside. So what was that tournament? You that, said you played, they were playing Bemidji? Yeah, no, the CCHA um, is not the GLIAC. The GLIAC is, um, I believe GLIAC is the... It's like, I think it's conference, like a conference, right? Yes, because the there's like a division the underneath CCA, that? I think the CCHA might be the entire group, oh, but the GLIAC is just a subdivision of like that. You know, like okay. the the CCHA is like the uh, NFC North, or no, not the NFC Correct. North. It's the NFC, but then like the GLIAC is like the NFC North. <clears throat> gotcha. Okay, I was just curious because I know that Ferris plays and. They they made some changes to the GLIAC and the yeah since I've graduated. there is because the Mason Cup uh, CCHA playoffs it was Minnesota State, Lake State, Northern, oh, yeah. Bemidji State, Bowling Green, Ferris, Tech, and Saint Thomas. So Minnesota is the other the other end of yep. And <laughs> Ferris like the, plays Minnesota State, and that would be like the biggest upset in history, I think. I just saw the um, <clears throat> while I was heading back from Detroit today, I saw the the Ferris State what I assume to be the hockey bus, the bus coming yeah. back. So they, I don't know where they played. They it might played, have been Wayne State. They, for all I know. No, they played Bowling Green. So oh, in, I, I was just looking. It was the day that you sent a, the, like a Snapchat of you being at that game. And isn't Minnesota State the number one ranked yeah, yep. country right now yep. for hockey? Yeah. Yep. So not, not, not in the country, but in their division. Yeah. Cause, I cause think Minnesota, Minnesota is number one in the whole country. 
because it's all considered division gliac is all division one isn't it yeah mm-hmm yeah, and that's why I should go more. You know, it's a Division One sport. Like that's fucking sick. I know Northern is not the greatest. Um, Tech actually was like Tech's on a roll this year. They're like Tech, eight, yeah, eighteenth like right out of the right out of the top ten. Yeah, they're they're I think they're like fourteenth right now in the country. But that's sick. But I will say last kind of comment on college hockey. I think it's fucking awesome that like six of the top ten teams are from Minnesota. <laughs> I think that's kind of sick, dude. It, yeah. it's it's like Minnesota you, State, you can't, you can't University like of Minnesota, the, the, U, the UMD, Minnesota is such St. Cloud State. There's so many good. I mean, it's Minnesota just like teams. it's just like the fucking SEC for football, bro. Like yeah, it's the same. Yeah, like yeah. all the good guys, all the good players coming out of high school or wherever the fuck they're coming from <clears> want to go play for those big schools. Like mm-hmm. I was the governor of Minnesota. They barely have to do any recruiting. They just fucking have people asking. To do, Come on, <clears throat> you, you got like eighth graders trying out for Division One teams because well, they're yeah, so what I'm good. saying like you have something like for example like Alabama for football. Like you think they recruit that much? Like no, hell no. Like, they don't guys have to are, do shit. Guys are guys are fighting to be on like those teams. compared to like a shitty Division One team. You know what I mean? Like they have yeah. to put some fucking work in. Hmm. So national <laughs> holidays. Like, oh shit! No, you're good. Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to get into some national holidays. We fumbled the bag, didn't look in advance, but what we should have done last episode was just the Reese's draft. And if we were smart and uh, on time, I guess, I don't know the way to put it, but today, of course, Tuesday, when you're listening to this, it is National Cereal Day, of course. (laughs) What are the fucking chances? (laughs) I know it was funny because you found this out right after. Because Carts was the reason after. why we did the cereal draft. He was like, "Oh, I think it'd be hilarious and awesome to have you guys do a cereal draft." And I was like, "That's a great fucking idea. That's a great product to to draft." And then I look, of course, like this past weekend, I'm just like, "Oh, I wonder what Tuesday, you know, get some material." National Cereal Day. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" On the day too of release, so yeah. that's hilarious. So maybe if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to the last episode. Happy National Cereal Day. You can celebrate by going to the third half of the episode from last week um, and listen to Chris's very hot take uh, first pick. Oreo O's. (laughs) (laughs) Non-cereal eater. Non-cereal eater. Asterix. So anyways. uh, I might get into cereal still. Today, uh, National. We'll start with Oreo O's. Yeah. Get like Raisin Bran Crunch or something. Cereal is actually really bad for you. All the cereals we named off, terrible for. Oh me. yeah, those are all Dark. terrible for you. Yeah, <laughs> nobody. Maybe nobody we'll do like a healthy this. cereal draft. <laughs> Kashi Goline. Not to mention, most of those boxes are like eight dollars. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Everybody like just goes with the generic, like the the <clears throat> what is it? The Fruity Pebbles substitute. Dino Pebbles. Dino Pebbles comes in yeah. like fifteen. The bag. bag. No one's yeah. no one yeah. talking about that good. either. They gotta get a fucking forklift to put it in your. Yeah, trunk. those are the, the Malto Meal makes those. I yeah, think that would have been cute. hilarious last week if someone would have fucking pulled that out from under or from it from a hat. You know, it crossed my you mind. You get a my, real my brand re- name of those fucking huge like deer corn bags, dude. <laughs> fucking cereal. It'd oh be cool to God. do a side by side. We got it. We know what we fucked up too, dude. We're fucking up all over the place. We should have done because normally it's like the Pepsi halftime show. We should have done the Pepsi challenge. Hmm. 
on air, right? Pepsi versus Coke. See if you can tell which one's different. I feel like it's I I got it in the bag. I think I, I can do it. easily tell the difference. Although I will say that maybe oh no, that'd be hard to do. We'd have to be in the same place. Maybe Aaron, we should have done this last week. Have you guys ever done the beer challenge thing where you get like that box that hides the beer? Five oh, five no. beers, you get the straws no. that go through the cardboard. I thought that's what Aaron was so talking can't, about. Yeah, but for Pepsi and Coke, but for, for beer. Yeah. Have you guys ever done it for beer? No. It no. is fucking would, hard. Let me tell you. No, no, it's just like Coors Light, Bud Light. We did like all the light in, beers. In Christmas, at Christmas, we just did what we had. I think we had Blue Light, High Life, Bush Light, Bud Light, and uh, a Spotted Cow was in there. And oh, I'm spotted not kidding you. When you do that, when you do like the, the when you do that, the Blue Light literally tasted like a craft beer. Yeah, it tastes like spotted. I'm cow. not kidding. Really? It, I thought it, uh, when I did my because then you have the bottles in front of you and you arrange them to where you think. I had yeah. blue light where spotted cow was. Like it's crazy <laughs> really? the flavor that blue light has. Yes, we already wasted when you did this. No, no, I was completely sober. Me live and really? and Luke did it or not Luke. Luke's not 21. I feel like I would screw up Bush Light and Bud Light. Probably it was more, fucking more hard. Likely. It was Dude, hard. 100 know the difference between Bud Light and Bush. It was hard. I guess yeah, I would yeah. too, but I'm just saying that would be the one I would probably make a mistake on. The other ones are just like Miller High Life is way too. <clears throat> I don't know. Miller High Life for sure. I could tell a difference. I could tell a difference between Miller Light too because Miller Light has a very distinctive fucking. Yeah. Shape. Uh, all yeah, all I know like is that shit. I'm keeping this in the bank, and that's going to be one hell of a YouTube video. Next time yeah. we're all together, we're doing that. I'm, oh, man. Yeah. Awesome. I'm excited. But we should do it with sunscreen. <laughs> Like drink the sunscreen and then copper tone. SP, yeah, it's copper tone is. for sure. That's a seventy-five <laughs> for sure. That's, that's some high octane sunscreen there. <laughs> uh, that, that burns. That's fucking. That's a one fifty. Or do it with like whiskey. Go numb. Get really <laughs> fucked up and do it with liquor. Oh yeah. So man, I'm excited. For that. Another one today is just really stupid. National be <laughs> be heard day. Be what is be it? herders heard. No. Like hurting bees? No. <laughs> Get your voice out no. there. No. Is it what is it? Is it like a mental health thing? Like yeah, I think so. Yeah. Talk Just about expressing your, your feelings and yeah. Heard the yep. bees. Yep. So heard all those bees here on this Tuesday, March seventh. Which, by the way, let's clap it up. We didn't really get into it last week, but we are in March, which is very exciting because March Madness. In a couple up. weeks, in a couple weeks, we do have uh, daylight savings, which could be the last time we change our clocks. It's not in yet. Thought, it's not. I thought the. It's not I thought final. The last time was the last. Give it up for daylight savings. It's not final. It's not final. So, I, so yeah. Do you have any info on that? I thought the last time. So last was it fall? No. So the last time would be this in March because what they're trying to do is give us more sunlight throughout the year. So okay, you wouldn't. So. They wouldn't give us less sunlight and keep that forever. They're going to keep us having more sunlight throughout the year. So I have a, an article up um, from uh, Reuters.com. Wrote a Reuter. Nice. A bipartisan group of 12 U.S. senators on Thursday reintroduced legisla legislation that would make daylight savings time permanent nearly a year after the Senate voted unanimously to end clock switching. Uh, in March 2022, voted to end the twice annual changing of clocks in the United States. But the bill failed to get a vote last year in the U.S. House of Representatives because lawmakers could not agree on whether to keep standard time or permanent daylight savings time. Um, I say ban it. Yeah, I mean, I do too. Ban it. Um, the change would help enable children to play outdoors later and reduce seasonal depression. 
course, getting us that extra sunlight. Uh, According to supporters, critics say the change would force millions of school children to go to classes in the dark for part of the year. Um, Some sleep experts say daylight savings time makes it harder to be alert in the morning. Um, Since 2015, about 30 states have introduced legislation to end the twice-yearly changing of clocks, with some states proposing to do it only if neighboring states do the same. It's funny that for they the farmers. talk about how it's how it's worse for like everything, or like it's worse for kids. But it's like no, the fucking change is what hurts. If they didn't have to right. worry about it, and their parents were like, "Oh, you're gonna get one hour less of sleep. We're gonna put you to bed," and they're like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> throwing throw the Nintendo <laughs> Switch like that's the problem. If you were just on a standard schedule, Chris, you're a you're a parent. I mm. mean, do you, have you experienced that? I mean, you've experienced daylight savings. Have you? What was the conversation with your experience? A, ch- a change of honestly, it's never even been talked about in this house. Really, you just we let your kids even... roll with it, you just wake them up whenever, don't even mention it. No, we wake them up the same time every goddamn day for school. I mean, if you do daylight savings or whatever, you just sleep a little bit longer. They don't know the difference, anyways. You just put them to bed an hour early intentionally. No, like you can't even try, you can't even do that with kids. <laughs> you it's can't. not possible. <laughs> It's you just whenever even... they want to go to bed. <laughs> but now, how does that how does that schedule work for you guys? Like you guys are you guys are pretty good. I mean, if they start getting like staying up wait like till you're not oh, having them no. up till two a.m. They'll fall asleep. They don't stay up late. I mean, <laughs> once you get your kids going to bed at a regular time, they usually they usually get into a routine and are probably like they're tired by fucking five, and yeah. they're still awake up until eight. Just shove them full of carbs, let them piss out all that, all that rage and energy, and then they crash. Kids, and then you're just yeah. Like, right, they refuse to admit that they're tired. They're just like, I'm, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I remember those days. <laughs> now I'm tired all the time. <laughs> yep. And you're going to be even more tired come next uh, a Sunday because, of course, when the clocks change forward, everyone complains about losing an hour of sleep, but no one ever celebrates the extra hour of sunlight that we get. So. If you're one of those people, yeah, you can go fuck yourself. All people are complaining, man. Every year, I don't know, the last couple of years, I've been really getting after it on my, my Snapchat stories for daylight savings. I always be like the typical like white girl, um, like you know, oh my god. So let's make sure like clocks are changing tomorrow. So let's make sure that you know if you go to sleep an hour earlier, you know you're not going to be affected too much uh, tomorrow morning. And then like on Monday morning, like when I go to work, I'm like. oh. I'm so tired from the clocks. <laughs> <laughs> you just milk it. But yeah. Then, so, well, but the problem is, is group thing. Cause everybody else is like, Oh, I know, man. It's yeah. just terrible. I'm yeah. down. <laughs> so it's weird. I've never paid attention. Really, I, I even hate thinking about how people like actually have those conversations. Dude, yes. I've been out at the yes. bar for the other way where we gain an hour. Yeah. Like a That's lot, lot in college. Oh, yeah. And then some, couple of years i don't think it was this two year, fi- last 259 year. to two <laughs> yeah and it was just like yeah! uh, extra right, hour yeah yeah <laughs> it was just like um man being at the bar for that is awesome because you're Ten, well it, it's nine, terrible but it's all awesome. that's the real fucking countdown like, <laughs> so yes as when, as soon as it like recess to two uh 2 a.m fucking motley crew just fuck <laughs> So this will be the the last episode that you hear uh, before that change is Forever goes into effect, and hopefully this will be the last time that we have to change them, and we can get that extra hour of sunlight. Hopefully we can stop around. talking about this. Yeah, forever. I don't want to talk about it ever again. I mean, it is fucking stupid. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the humidity that gets you. 
it's an antiquated law. Like it's not, it's not for the farmers. Early. I mean, there's some farmers that are probably like, "What the fuck are you promoting? Like, fuck this shit." But I don't know. I feel like <clears throat> it's. I mean, farmers. I've seen farmers like out farmers. in combines at yeah, two the, in the morning. The farmers fucking... definitely aren't playing. It's the people that literally doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't affect people. them. <laughs> yeah, they go to like oh, every five job and like they just like don't like it doesn't <laughs> affect them like at all. Right. I'm just like excited we, for this. For summer. example, like someone, someone that like <coughs> celebrates Groundhog's Day. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, works outside or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I know this this change doesn't really state. affect you at all, Dylan. Because at this time of the year where you're at, it's warm. Yeah, it's way, the humidity always. It's way so more. it's like for us, we're I'm fucking excited for the clock to change because, um, you know, this year I was not that like, you know, usually I have like the seasonal, the sad, um, but I yeah. d didn't feel that this year. Um, but I'm, it's crazy that we're already talking about it and, sad all the and time. then in, in a week it's going to change. <laughs> um, but I'm very excited to get that hour of sunlight, even though I go to bed at like seven o'clock, I don't have to get like the... I have to get the blankets up again in the shades just to block out I mean, the just, sunlight yeah. when I go to bed. But <laughs> just because it's warm doesn't mean I. I mean, like I love. I fucking hate when it gets dark at like five thirty, dude. Yeah, I guess it's true. It still gets dark wow. early it's for like, you. It's like I get off work, you know, like normally around five, and it's like already dark. Yeah. And it's just like it's just like mentally exhausting. Like it doesn't even fucking snow down here. I mean, it did this year at least, but. Um, it's just like mentally exhausting, like going to, like you basically go to work when the sun's coming up and then like you go home and the sun's already going down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and you don't don't you love a guy who brags like that though? It's like, just like fucking like, well, I work 60 hours a fucking week. Dude, <laughs> I saw you before, on Facebook. Just, <laughs> just after COVID when, um, oh, well, there's a blue check mark. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, just after the pandemic, I, I worked at Amazon and I'd be in at starting work at like 6 a.m and out at 6 p.m. and it was just like yep there goes your fucking there there goes yeah. your fucking vitamin d bro the only <laughs> the only <laughs> sun i would see was when i walked by a certain section of the building that's how fucking <laughs> terrible amazon is there was one like right by the entrance i was on like the balcony where there's these big glass windows and that's the only time i'd see like the sun and i wouldn't stand there white that room. was just like Ugh. You look like Schmiegel. with bars on it because people jump out the fucking windows. You look like <laughs> off of fucking Lord of the Rings. It's just, <laughs> it's just brutal, man. Going, going sun up to sundown, working inside. Just, I don't know. There's That's a lot of people amazing. that do it for years and years, and they're like, oh, I'm fine. I'm a hard ass. And it's like, yeah, you're probably fucked up. You don't even realize it. Yeah, probably on fucking quaaludes. Probably on fucking pills, man. <laughs> working for Amazon. No, Sorry, no. I'm not talking shit to Amazon employees. No, you should sh talk shit to Amazon. Amazon's I'm not, dude. Fuck that. I want my packages on time. <laughs> For sure. For sure. <clears throat> Fuck Amazon. They'll let anybody oh. with a fucking pulse drive or work. Just like <laughs> they're constantly trying to get people in there. High turnover is their thing. It's weird. <clears throat> but I'll never work. Hopefully never work for Amazon again. This episode, is, all good? This episode is brought to you by... <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get one sponsor. Should we start know. the hunt for a sponsor? I like, I like should we make a big push for a sponsor. Ball, but I've had this bottle for a really long time, and I figured I'd, I would love to have some. It's I think it's really good. I don't know. It's very uh, peanut butter. I think I it like, tastes like shit. Really? Peanut butter whiskey, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just not my. Fa I like a like a dry. I don't know. Not sweet. Yeah, not sweet syrupy whiskey. 
Well, damn, Although man, I do like a, like a velvety whiskey, like Crown Crown Royals, okay, like yeah. Crown Apple. I love Crown. That's oh. I'll make an exception. Crown, crown Apple. Peach. You can drink Crown Apple, but you can't drink peanut butter whiskey. No, dude, I dr- I had a bottle a bottle of Screwball before, and I did. I just I don't know. It just felt weird. It tasted weird. It's something that you take like a, a rip a rip of, but it's not like you you just pour a glass. Like I had a glass I, of four, well, four roses. You and that's... put ice in it, and when the ice melts, it makes it not syrupy. So it's like mm, it's that makes it's sense. Really good. I've also had the, the peanut butter and jelly shot. You get Chambord, which is a raspberry liqueur, and you do it half and half with screwballs. Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly shot. It's good stuff. It mm. is. I'm into it. And peanut butter jelly, when I was in the music industry, that was like the one thing I'd come home after having all this dog shit festival food and fast food for a week long, living in a fucking camper that they gave you. And Band down by the river. And and it was just like, I just wanted a peanut butter and jelly that I could make myself and like a glass of chocolate milk. You doing white bread? Just, uh, I'm, I'm a honey, uh, brown berry, honey wheat. Oh, interesting. Or honey oat, I'm sorry. Honey honey oat. That's kind of it's just like about crunchy or creamy. Uh crunchy. man, I'm a I'm a yeah, I'm a creamy guy. Yeah. Same. I grew up on on Jif reduced fat. So there was more sh- sugar added but it was less fat which is not any better for you. But I'm just like used to that like velvety smooth. Um recently I've been on Peter Pan honey. Oh, that just got recalled, dude. Shut up. <laughs> There's Ohio water in that. Oh my dude, god, dude! Yeah, those were actually that's bottled and that's bottled and processed in Ohio, dude. Peanuts, yeah. peanut farm. There. So good transition though with the PP and J's because I also have a another national holiday that we can celebrate this week and we can have a little dis- train discussion derailment here. Um, train derailment. Friday is National Train Jeez. Derailment Day. Shut the fuck up. So Friday, March tenth, is National Pack Your Lunch Day, mm. and so I'm. I'm so, I'm hoping that we have some blue collar folks here in uh, the listening. Uh, Sorry, too much much craft beer. Um, (laughs) Hopefully a lot of our listeners pack lunches for their work. But uh, I wanted to have a conversation um, for Friday. Let's talk about our go-to, currently, our go-to lunches that we may pack. Or if it involves fast food or gas station trips, <laughs> but if you guys pack lunches, let's let's get into. Chris, I know you pack a lunch. Yeah, yeah. When I have time, sometimes I'm a like a lazy, fucking idiot, and like I'll I'll get home and then I'll hang out and make dinner. I'm like, oh, I should pack lunch, and then I smoke weed and lay on the couch for like four hours. Wake up. For work the next day, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't have a lunch. Ladder repeat, baby. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go. I don't pack a lunch for my, my current work, but it'd be pra- packing a breakfast. But um, when I used to pack lunch, I would do a turkey sandwich. Okay. I would do a string cheese. I would do a yogurt. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what, what type of string cheese, bro? Yeah. Good, good point. Just like the OG, Ma- OG Mott's or you? Was it Mott? It may, Col- may have- Col- Colby Jack. It wasn't marbles. It wasn't marbles. It wasn't. It was. Was it white or? It was white. Yeah, yeah it was white. Yeah, I don't know the. the br- are you looking for brand or just the type of cheese? No, no, oh yeah, no, no, no. It was just white. So what? OG, OG Mott's. Yeah, Mott's. Yep. 
and then the yogurt, and then I would do. Of course, you buy like the big fun sized bags of chips. Um, yep. hopefully not the original. Hopefully you like switch it up because you have like the, you know, you get like the purple Doritos one. The sweet chili. Spicy sweet chili. Yeah, that pack. Because you get the OG, the OG pack, you're gonna have too many fucking original lays. Yeah. Uh, at the OG end. Lays, but, Cheetos. Yeah, Cheetos aren't bad. Not I like Cheetos. Cheetos. But um, I did do bag of chips, and then um, when I was really twelve, just like a maybe like a pack of fruit snacks. Yeah. And that was, that's a good fucking lunch. Yeah, that is. And good. if I was that's feeling good. spicy, I would maybe pack two sandwiches or. See, yeah, that's what I do. The I'm a big two, two to three Sammy guy. <laughs> Two to three. I, yeah, because I I'm I have a problem with eating my lunch too early. Mm. So usually I'll have to pack it like three sandwiches so I can eat one on the way to work to fight the urge of eating my lunch. Then one for lunch, <laughs> and then one after lunch. Oh my like gosh! Three, or like four on the way home. That's what I do. It's like usually I'll do like a like a salami ham mayo sandwich, just yep, white yep. bread, you know. Perfect sandwich for the. Why is this, that's so weird? Like, why is a sandwich like a like a, a packed lunch staple? I don't know, man. It's, it's just like, it's can, so easy. I think I don't know. I try to think of like I've Cheap, done other things too, like it's packed not Tupperware to make a sandwich. Like it's it it might seem easy, but like it takes a lot of work yeah. to make a sandwich. Sure. Yeah. Because you got to get all the ingredients out of the fridge. You got to put it all on the table. You got to open everything. You got to get your bread out. You got to put your bread on the table. You got to lather it all. Like it takes a long time. Yeah. Well, what would be a good substitute? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I, I don't make sandwiches for lunch. Bomb um, burritos from holiday? Oh, dude. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't. Pack XXL. I come home for lunch. So, um, nice. but I, I normally just make a fuck ton of food for a few days and then I just eat that. Yeah, just chicken and rice probably. Make like a one pot kind of thing. No. I got to say. What I have been eating is just like ground beef, uh, rice, some black beans, and I throw that some onions in there and some of that taco seasoning and it's just like yeah just like, oh yeah that's good and i make a, with that I, I fuck bullshit like two, dude two that sounds way that too shit. healthy i put like two pounds of beef in there and just fucking have that for like a couple days mm-hmm. yeah recently oh you're fucking like a big old piece of twisted steel and sex appeal i'm over here <laughs> eating fucking fistfuls of wonder bread uh, fucking v- sunbelt granola bars v- vienna sausages hey bro it's mm-hmm. your choice to have three kids not mine <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would say for me, um, I have a kitchen at work in the clubhouse. So damn, I just bring I just bring ingredients. Oh wow! I think I've sent you guys. I think I've sent you guys some um, some snaps of of me cooking. But you know, sometimes I'll do like a crock pot thing on Sunday. I'll do a big like pork shoulder season, however, and I'll bring that. You ever bring that thing? Oh yeah, yeah. We have a we have a propane grill. Uh, uh, near the pool area that mm. will rip burgers or brats or whatever. Oh, um, that'd be so sick. And then mm. um, I actually have my mini propane grill that I uh, two burner Coleman <clears throat> from like the seventies that I have in my car and I keep nice. talking to my service manager that we're gonna do it. But uh, <clears throat> anyways, yeah, I just um, mainly it's just ingredients brought to work. I bring tortillas and a meat. That's some sauce, awesome. maybe a couple herbs. But if I'm going to pack a lunch before, like the night before, um, it's usually like 
um, I'm not big on sandwiches anymore. I usually I usually do wraps. So Ooh, for yeah. me, like if I was to like go, my like go to, I'm guaranteed to love it. So is a sandwich and a tortilla, like a like a crispy chicken. Oh wrap. Yeah. Mm. yeah, like just even just store bought, you know, whatever microwavable. Yeah, you could put that on bread too. It's the same thing. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. I'm I'm down on the tortilla though. So um, yeah, crispy chicken, a couple slices of pepper jack, maybe some like homemade like. Peppercorn, peppercorn mayo or ranch, buffalo ranch. tomato, and then to me, any wrap or sandwich always has to have chips. It's yep. just like that's yep. the, for me that's the standard. Um, so I'll throw in chips and then maybe like maybe an apple if I'm feeling frosty. But I usually load load the sandwich or wrap up heavy with protein, so I don't. Oh yeah. Like sandwich chips and then yeah whatever I'm drinking, whether it's Gatorade or uh, you know Verner's or fago whatever it is but that's not every day i mean mm-hmm. i think that's mostly the reason i do the sandwiches actually is because the bread fills me up more because mm, like yeah. i did tuna wraps a couple days last week yeah and rifle a couple of those like, down and you're still hungry yeah i just scarfed and <laughs> like i didn't even didn't even feel like i had any lunch yeah, i've been doing pita bread recently too doing like sandwiches pita. I marinated and cooked chicken breast, and then it was like a full chicken breast on a pita wrap with some lettuce yeah, and some sounds, sauce. I, that sounds very nice. Very and just nice. that, you know, that you get the carb, the carb hit. You get all the protein you need, and and um, I guess I and, oh, and not, chips and a Gatorade. That sounds delicious. But I guess I do have a quick lunch. Um, there's this can of it's like a basically canned chili. It's not very. Mm. It doesn't look very good, but it's actually not that bad, like for you either. But it's real quick. I can just, you can just microwave that real fast, and there's a fuck ton of calories in it. And who like makes that? that can. I forget who. I think Campbell's makes it. It's a Dinty Moore. Dude, it's Dinty so Moore beef stew. It's I'll so, rip Dinty Moore beef stew. Dude, nine hundred thirty milligrams of say, sodium. I was gonna say like oh, it's, yeah. not, it's not a very good <laughs> packed lunch because you have to microwave it. But like I go home every day. But like if I need a quick lunch, like hundred percent, like. Mm-hmm. Something, like that. Stew, and something, something like that stew something like that there's been days where i've just eaten them fuckers cold like in the oh, field yeah oh yeah you can do that easy get the canned soup just snap it open slurp it down you're like well that was horrible for me yeah <laughs> chris you're Can? i i never talked about aaron remember that video of chris that he sent and dylan you probably saw it of those fucking those wieners that you had those canned wieners oh yeah oh, that, you're like the, <laughs> the hot bananas dude <laughs> Buy any sauce. Oh my god, that was so nasty. I, it's so funny. So Chris, Chris has actually inspired me because I really love a simple, a simple like lunch. Yeah. And so like cheese, big cheese me. crackers in like a meat source, a meat anything meat. Like right now, I have like some sort of weird like deviled ham in my pantry. I also oh, have yeah. like a can of like spicy spam and spicy nice. Vienna sausages. Dude, you guys are like, literally just giving me heartburn listening to. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. You get some club crackers. If you get a block of cheese, you can cut a handful of slices off of that. Yep. And it's just like a something you have like out fishing. You just grab some it stuff like that's preservable. Like, yeah, dude. I, I, have, I a, have a really big appetite. So that's true. Yeah. I mean, you're I just for me, that simple thing, you know, especially yeah, dude, out, like fishing like, or something like that. I'll, I'll, like, I'll toss some fucking dill pickles in a little Ziploc bag to get a little crazy with it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe even yeah. a pickled egg sometimes. Oh, but, you know. <laughs> those like simple, like cold, no, no work involved other than like maybe slicing cheese. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like the best. Or I'll do like a, if I'm at home for lunch, I'll do like a fried bologna sandwich. Just get a craft slice on there, some thinly sliced lettuce, toasted 
toasted bread. So good. So filling. Just for cheap, too, man. It's under, it's like 90 cents a meal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Slices of bread and some bologna. It's, oh, all about, it's all about cooking, though. I try to cook as much as I can, even at work. Um, so I just make I'm going to get a jet boil, I think. Just make a shit ton leftover, especially if you're a yeah. single. I do like the one pot. I made a stuffed pepper thing recently. It's like, you know, you take ground beef and rice, um, brown off the ground beef, throw the rice in. I do the microwavable packs because they already have seasoning in them. They're like a couple bucks a pop. Throw two of them in there and then uh, take up my wok and fry like six bell peppers, not like cut into like, you know, one by one, whatever squares and um, fry those off, blister them, throw those in there. A little bit of cheese, and then you can scoop out of that all day. That's super filling with all that rice in there. Mm, mm. That sounds good. Black beans if you're feeling frosty. But one- make it. <laughs> oh yeah. Sits sits on your stomach like a sack of quarters. Just yeah, <laughs> heavy. Yeah, the rest of the day you're just sweating. You're just sweating <laughs> out. You're sweating. I had it's good a, though. Yeah, <clears throat> we're probably running running pretty late here, but I did have a donut that like rocked my fucking world couple like a week ago and it just sat in the bottom of my gut for like two hours and i was just so hot and tired like sweating just like ugh. was it a big donut ugh. like a big fritter or what yeah it was a big bear claw <laughs> big old fucking that is what? the might be the top five like worst feelings of all time when something I know. gets I know, stuck I know. like that it's so funny you i don't get it out of you either oh You're my god Feel like oh. you gotta eat like ten stalks of celery just to keep stuff moving. <laughs> celery, oh, or bag of, celery. Just ate a bag of fucking concrete mix. <laughs> just stuck right in your goddamn stomach. Literally the worst feeling ever. You feel like you have to shit and can't. That's like Plus actually a bag of dog food. Uh, <laughs> that's like actually uh, when I was at the wedding, people they had um, they had this marinated chicken breast in the sauce. They had like shrimp pasta, Whoa. potatoes, and asparagus, and like a salad. And I sat down with two chicken breasts, salad, and asparagus. And like, you don't, you don't want the rolls. Wedding rolls are the best. What about these potatoes? And I was like, look, if I'm about to cut a rug on the dance floor, you think I, all I want is bread? I was like, absolutely mm-hmm. not. That and you're drinking. You know, if you, if you get a wedding or anywhere you're going, it's top shelf. You don't want to water that down. You want to feel something. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Just the carbs, man. Carbs are brutal. You got to eat as much as you can at a wedding and then go dance as hard as you can <laughs> and ensure that you projectile vomit as far <laughs> and as hard as you can all over the place. Oh, my God. Chris, has your, have your kids ever thrown up in public before? Yes. Because we're at the game yes. and uh, Molly and I were walking in and there was a couple that had three kids that were, you know, youngest was probably four. And for one, we were like, you know, I'm sure when we have kids, we'll probably bring them to games. But I was just thinking, like, I would be so scared to bring my kids into an environment like that where there's somebody, you know, like a foot away from them. Like, you know, when you're sitting behind that somebody, like, you know, they have too yeah. many fucking gummy worms or, you know, whatever <laughs> at the game. And they just yeah. projectile awesome. vomit onto someone like right in front of them. Yeah. Like, that's going to be my, like, my worst nightmare. Uh, as soon as I, I see kids and like... In a game like that, when they're just right behind you, just <laughs> you know, come at any moment too. Yeah. Even if they don't have fucking gummy worms or candy, they could just randomly just throw up like all over somebody. Kids like they'll just be like, <laughs> yeah, like, they're, just, they're just standing like, there, like they won't exercise. tell you, like, oh, I'm sick. They'll just be standing there, just 
fucking throw up. It's funny that you brought up right, enough puke talk. projectile vomiting. So this was in the news. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Um, I read it. I read the story a little more, and there was a Russian COVID vaccine creator, which Blue Bar. Yeah. That was found strangled to death in his apartment. Now, at first, you know, of course, everyone like just speculates and like, oh my god, like you know, why did he got why why you know, oh my god, he was a schmovid creator, like, vaccine creator, like the government, Russian government, all this shit. But I don't know. This is a weird story. So let me let me read this a little bit. Um, uh, Batovic, who worked as a senior researcher. At the Gamalea National Research Center for Ecology and Mathematics was found dead in his apartment on Thursday. His death is being investigated as a murder, the committee said, blah, blah, blah. Uh, according to the investigation on March 2nd, 2023, in an apartment building located in Ragava Street in Moscow, a 29-year-old young man during an argument strangled the 47-year-old owner of the apartment with a belt and fled the scene. A uh, suspect was re- arrested shortly after ba- Batovgov's body was found. The federal investigative agency said in the statement, in the shortest possible time, uh, the location of the attacker was established. During the interrogation, he admitted his guilt. He was charged. Russian media has identified the suspect as Alexei Z, a former convict who spent 10 years in prison on charges of providing sex services. Uh, local media reports, including from uh, from Russia's Ma- MASH outlet, said that the incident appeared to have been the result of a money dispute between the scientist and the suspect. And the gay hooker? Uh, the body of the 48... 48- 48-year-old man was found with strangulation marks, several stab wounds, and uh, abrasions were found on his body. Batovac was one of the 18 scientists who developed the Sputnik V, uh, or the fifth, maybe, vaccine in 2020. According to the mm-hmm. Moscow Times, Russian President Vladimir Putin had honored the uh, virologist with the Order of Merit for the Fatherland Award for his COVID work in 2021. So then I was thinking, okay, uh, this guy's a Russian scientist. Did you guys see that one of Putin's like assistants yeeted off a fucking building like a couple months ago. Yeah, quotations. Did you guys Quote see that? <clears throat> no. They called him Splatimir. <laughs> it, was a, it was a girl. It was a chick. It's called her oh. Splatimir. Splatimus. But so I'm Splatus. thinking maybe I don't know. You know to speculate because Americans obviously are like, oh my god, like you know Fauci had him. But it's like Russian, <laughs> Russian stuff, right? So then I was thinking, yeah. like Putin, maybe if there's any speculation, it's like, is this another one of Putin's uh, suicides? But obviously, it's not I, a suicide. I, you know, it's really or just coincidence. I, I personally believe. I'll throw this out there. <sighs> if you're in Russia doing anything, and your prominent news attention, you are you are liable to be off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just anyway, it's just it's such a like a. It's just you're just set up for failure. Yeah. If you make too much noise in the wrong way, or or the dictator can spin it one way or the other, you are liable to be offed by anybody. Get thrown out of a twenty-story building. Yeah. Get strangled with a belt. I just and maybe and and maybe I'm just you know I'm not. Humanitarian, and I'm not sympathizing with Russia enough, but their shit's so fucked up over there, and they're so just directed 
Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. I just wouldn't. <clears throat> I mean, even when the whole Ukraine thing popped off, there were a ton of Russians that were just like, no, and they're out in the street, like, absolutely no. This isn't. This is who we are as a country, and and I don't know what happened to all those people, but <laughs> I just I wouldn't be I wouldn't be speaking up like they were. No, because he'll find any reason. I believe it. I mean, it's just like I don't think we have any Russians that listen to this. If you are Russian, uh, hit us up, and um, <laughs> we'll give you the drone strike coordinates. And um, hit, hit my line. Um, <laughs> Bliat. I was gonna the other um so speaking of like kind of this this stuff, um this happened I think two weeks ago, so it is a little old, you might have heard about it, but the um oh my god, this article I can't close out of the the Clinton aid guy that was tied around a tree with like a oh, electrical yeah, cord VC with a gunshot and cable or some shit. Rule the suicide, suicide, and he had ties with Epstein. Did you guys see that? Yeah, you briefly told us about it. I don't know. There's gonna. It seems like this stuff's gonna keep happening more and more with these people. Yeah, the mysterious death of an aide to President Bill Clinton with ties to Jeffrey Epstein was officially ruled a suicide, despite there being no sign of a weapon near the body. Mark Middleton, 50, who served in the Clinton White House in the 1990s, was found dead on uh, Heifer Ranch in Perryville, Arkansas, May 2nd, 2022. So this shit happened a long time ago, and it's just hitting us right now, which is crazy. That's typical. Uh, Almost one year after Middleton's death, a police report obtained by the outlet this week revealed that the Little Rock businessman was discovered with a gunshot wound to the chest and an extension cord tying his neck to a tree. Uh, I could see the male was obviously deceased, deputy said, um, on his arri- on his arrival. Uh, notably, Lawson's account includes that while officers located a gun case and three boxes of buckshot in Middleton's BMW SUV, SUV there was no weapon in sight. Huh. Weird. Though the father of two worked for his family's HVAC business in the years before his death, he previously enjoyed a f- high-flying lifestyle of special advisor to Clinton and assistant to she- uh, chief of staff Thomas F. Mac McLarty. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, there's nothing to say about it, but it's just very fishy. And I figured that was a good tie-in with this this Russian Shmovid creator. That They're all corrupt. Shit's, so. Yeah, shit's finally, finally getting to us that some things may not be as they seem. <laughs> and another just, Clinton aide has died mysteriously that had ties to Jeffrey Epstein. I'm sure it'll be in another 10 years. There'll be a huge expose and a documentary, and <clears throat> the, everybody that has followed it was uh, will have forgotten about it, and then it'll come out. And then an episode 150 of this podcast will be like, holy shit. Yeah, cli- uh, Epstein's client list finally got out. I mean, yeah. like, you really think that that's the only place that has shit like that? Like Epstein's Island? Like, there's another fucking Epstein Island somewhere. There's probably multiple. I, I think there's probably some that can be revealed oh, with, yeah. with Epstein, you know? Probably. Because you got to think, if he had, you know, if, you know, I'm, this is a huge, you know, if the Clintons had, like, a island or something that no one knew about, like, I'm sure somewhere in Epstein's investigation they can find information that leads to other people that have islands similar to that and i don't know i think 
Because did you guys see Jimmy Kimmel, that clip of him, Aaron Rodgers uh, was on Pat McAfee's show and he was talking about how the client, that list, the flight log and the list of Epstein, it's going to like expose everybody. I guess Rogers said that that's coming out soon and uh, Rogers brought that up on the Pat McAfee show and then Jimmy Kimmel made fun of Rogers on his night show. That was like his opening monologue. He was like, oh, I don't know if you saw Aaron Rodgers talking to Pat McAfee. He was speaking about the client list of Epstein that it's coming out soon or whatever. And he was making fun of Rogers like, oh, you know, I forgot before I listened to his interview, I forgot to put my tinfoil hat on or whatever. And he was like, oh, Rogers maybe has taken too many concussions in his career. And like people were like, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel's probably on that list. <laughs> He's like he's probably fucking pissed at him because he's probably like, hey, hey chill. <clears throat> so I thought that yeah, was that funny was, too. Uh, but I, I wonder if that ever is going to get released. I don't know about. I mean, it's been so long. Like, why hasn't I mean, that? There are uh, a lot of people, basically. I know powerful and important it. people that are on there's this like list. Literally, people that are stopping it. And even before this, there's in which we could do it way too deep of a dive on this, but. <clears throat> um, there was a uh, pedophilia ring on North Fox Island in Lake Michigan, um, which is literally when I went to Beaver Island and backpacked with my buddy on a clear day, you can see North Fox Island and it's privately owned. And that was a thing that happened here in Michigan that came out before Pizzagate and Epstein's Island. Um, this, was, this was literally here in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like a distribution thing that was like a little like, uh, like a boys camp. Do you know who ran um, that? Run by Frank Sheldon is his name. They filmed child child pornography all over America and sent it via email. But boys were recruited at Boy Scouts and other camps. Um, he was a prominent man, wealthy family. Um, and other family members weren't convicted or spent a minimal time in jail because they were. This is all via some random some random blog. But it is a real thing that happened. Too, someone killed him. Yeah, probably. Or if they caught him and brought him to prison, he probably got killed right away in jail. What about the... uh, Didn't you guys have that... um, Who's that fucking dude? That lawyer that just got... That got chopped... Oh, Murdoch. Yeah. Yeah. I have fucking no idea about any of that. I haven't watched any of the documentaries or the Netflix shit. Uh, He He watched his sentencing. I don't know everything about it, but uh, basically, long story short, he called 911. Cop showed up. His fucking wife and his his fucking son was dead. Someone shot him. They found out after a long investigation that he fucking killed him. Yeah, like, they just he was, actually he was lying the entire time, like, you know, had all these like alibis and shit. And like he had this big story and like he's still denying it. Like he's still saying like he didn't do it. He just mm-hmm. got he just got convicted. Yeah, like, he just got uh, convicted to early life sentences. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, I, and he, I know uh, like the whole like their family is very uh, well known and like in the in, in the law and stuff. And like they had for a long time, like his grandpa or something played a big influence on. The, yeah, they started the Murdoch like law practice yeah and and like when they would get in trouble they would just get out of it right away because of who they were but so this guy maybe thought that he could get away with it yeah he also like pulled out 
an insurance claim on like a maid that they had or somebody that was helping maid watch got, maid got killed in his house and they said yeah and he was from oh so he was multiple people that have, got ran over yeah oh, he was shit. the one that facilitated uh purchasing of a life insurance like a massive life insurance policy and then she like died like a month later yeah. and he was and then the his one that son, supposedly collected on it so his son paul who's still alive also got tied up and with this other dude it was like having like you know gay relations and it was like this big thing because it's a southern town and i guess they made that guy just that guy was found dead too oh my gosh oh so it's not yeah. just the wife and son that have died no no the net there's a bunch of murders <laughs> yeah. around again the netflix documentary it's kind of like all these murder like murder is hot right now like murder shows and shit about all of yeah. these old murders and current ones obviously the uh, making a murderer thing in Wisconsin kind of pioneered it. I feel like in the mainstream, but <gasps> but now I think this, people just the, like to see how fucked up people can be. Yeah, like it's, we're, a, we're, it's always it's always interesting to hear those like stories that are just like crazy. Yeah, it's it's become like a trend in American culture, and we're just horrifically desensitized to everything that happens. Yeah, um, but this this documentary is pretty straightforward. Like there is a lot of like fuck ups by the local authorities which could have been biased because he's a prominent and powerful figure, or they could have just been blithering idiots, mm -hmm. uh, which I believe both to be 100% yeah. true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, <clears throat> it was kind of a straightforward Netflix. I watched it, um, my roommates, and it was kind of a straightforward kind of shot. It was just like, oh, what happened here? And it's like pretty clear that he did it. And then this happened during 2020 or 2021, yeah. and oh. now it's the start of 2023, and they just – put him away for life him, yeah. there's all these phone calls to his to like between him and his uh son who's still alive buster and it was just like oh yeah did you hear they're trying to pin this on me did you take care of this and it's just like are you oh, fucking buster. idiot they record all <laughs> they record all prison phone calls you're like yeah trying to like weasel your way out of this so that's but fucking got busted in that's a dude i called him paul because i was thinking of paul pelosi for some reason. <laughs> yeah, Buster. Buster. Buster Douglas. Anyways. Well, he's got the family fortune now, so. Yep. Blowing it in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, what do you say, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, show it to YouTube. Dylan, were you holding a Nerf gun? Yes, I was. Let's see that fucker. Nice, dude. Good. Nice I... little piece. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we got some crap, dude. <laughs> That's yeah, like, yeah. like the little one off of uh, Men in Black. This thing's called that one. Pretty accurate. accurate. My son's got that thing. That thing rips. No, I'll, I'll, I don't intentionally shoot my animals, but if my cat's meowing, I'll shoot it like towards them and like scare them off. <laughs> nice. Should put some ricin in it. <laughs> oh, okay. little, little cyanide dart. Yeah, the fucking cat killer over yeah. here. Yeah, Just kidding. I know you guys think I hate cats. <laughs> don't hate cats. No. I'm reformed. All right, well, we gonna play some yeah, fucking uh, some Kino or what? Yeah, let's Kino it. Oh shit, yeah. All right, let's Kino. So we do have a uh, we do have a uh, drawing going right now, but I feel like this would be a good opportunity um, to advertise. Um, screwball whiskey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, no, but honestly, the um, subscription-based episodes, 
yes, there's not uh, a new one yet, but I'm probably talking to people that aren't subscribed yet, so you are missing out still on two episodes. Um, still a work in progress. Dollar a month, fucking 12 bucks a year. You got that in quarters right now on your fucking middle console in your car. Um, <laughs> hopefully the boys get dialed here and we can we can create more stuff, come up with more ideas, but the ideas are flowing. So if you're on Spotify or Apple, you'll see episodes with like locks on them. You just click on that and it should give you, um, take you to our anchor page and you can subscribe that way. But maybe I'll throw the trailer on in the beginning of this episode. Well, I guess you already would have heard it. So that was terrible podcasting, but we do have a minute from this drawing. So I suppose I can share my screen and we can fucking get her going boys. Ooh, man. What did I pick last time? Thought you picked twenty seven last time. I'm going thirty three. <clears throat> thirty I'm locked in at thirty three. I'm taking third no, I'm taking uh twenty three. Thirty seven. All right. Twenty three, twenty three, thirty seven. What do you got, Tony? Um Dylan, you said twenty three? Thirty seven. Okay. Del- uh, thirty seven. Chris said twenty three. Oh sorry. I'm at thirty three. Um, fuck. I'll go 60. I'll just roll on 60. Again. I'll add Dylan and Chris. Did I do again? I'm saying 60 is uh, 60 oh, it got is, picked. It was picked last round. Oh, that's okay. It'll get picked again. Yeah. <clears throat> so we have 10 seconds till the drawing for you non YouTube watchers. Shout out to the YouTube. See Chris's new glasses. My. Cuban cocaine glasses that I've worn before and a new background today, which of course, um, we do have a new logo the works in the, in the works. works, in the works, baby. Chris, you fucking alive there, buddy. Oh yeah. <laughs> we can have Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> 10 times. Two oh, X. I was going to say if 10 times, we got to make something special. Five. Five. 27. Oh. oh. 60. Oh, oh my go. gosh. You're going to split. You're going to split. Third you will number. Split. 66. 19. 49. 45. 72. Oh, no. I cannot believe you doubled up. 22. Oh, come on. <laughs> 53. <laughs> 37, yeah. Dylan. Oh. Dylan, Dylan. Dylan splits. Dylan. 76. Dang. We got 23 and 33. 15. Three-way or a four-way split. 40. It's got to be almost over. 23. Oh, oh my Chris. gosh. Four-way split. 33. Come on. Coming in. For the four-way. For the first time ever. 33. 33. 33. Come on. 12. Oh. No. Come on. 62. Oh. <laughs> oh, I think that was the last one. That's it. Oh. Yep. Damn. I never thought of that. All four of us winning. That would be fucking sweet. Three ways. So we had 60, 23, and 37 on the board. I'm the only only one. Who lost? So so Aaron has has to eat the cookie at the end of the bukkake. No. The soggy waffle. (laughs) Good night. For listening to failure at its finest hour. Thanks for listening.
listening to failure at its finest hour. God damn it, Aaron, you're fucking ahead, delayed, dude. It's pissing me Just off. Just restart the whole thing. It's pissing Just me off. Just restart the whole thing. You're not talking, so I go to talk. And thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. You got a tonsil stone, dude? Dude, don't. He's not talking about this. So, I ain't talking about it, dude. We ain't going to stone. We ain't, we ain't getting oh, stoned. Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. Oh man, when you're eight beers in and someone pulls out pickled eggs. Yeah, forget it, dude. Fuck. <laughs> minimum, minimum a six pack of eggs. Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. Cousin Subs, which is so good, uh, which I don't know if they were started. Uh, out of you and Trout Crick. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. Thanks for listening, you beautiful son of a